right, everybody. Here we are. Pants number. Oh, my God. Wouldn't it be fun to know what number? Hey, Melissa, is there a count of how many we've done of these? Yes, but I have to look it up. It'll take me a second. Yeah, no, I don't need it. But just it just occurred to me. I have no idea how many we've done. Okay, take a guess, Kate. Take a guess. Considering how consistent we've been since we began this project, I'm very curious because the commitment is so strong. I'm going to say, all right, we started this in, let's say, I started this in May or June. How many weeks are in a year? No, see, you got to just go quick. I don't need you to really figure no, it out. I gotta, no, I got to do a little bit of, I'm no, not. No, you're doing an unfair guess. Just go. Just how many, if you were to like, oh, I think, okay, I'm going to say it. I think. 125. 100, oh, I was, that's, I was going to say 135. Okay. I feel like it's like Price is Right. Melissa, is there a way? She's going to look at, she's looking it I'm up. I'm looking it up, but it, I know that it's more than that. <gasps> oh, shit. Oh, so I win technically if it's Price is Right rules. Because I'm closer to the number. Yes, because you got the higher number. I don't know what I win, but I did want to say 175 and then it felt too high. What you win is a new episode of Pants because today <laughs> we're going to uh, <laughs> we're going to do another Q&A session because they were fun and we like hearing your voices. I'm going to read one first. Great. Hit it. This question is for Alicia. I've noticed that you have writing credits on Shakira's song, Don't Bother. Is there a story behind this? And how did you and Heather get involved? From Laura in North England. Since when? Yes, that is, I've, it was a million years ago. My bandmate, Heather, from The Murmurs, we wrote a song called Sweet Lover. And we wrote it with a writing team called The Matrix. And they wrote a lot of songs on, I think, for Avril Lavigne. I think that's who it was back in the day. I might have that wrong. Anyway, you know, you, you do these writing sessions with people sometimes just to re-up your inspiration. And we did one with them. And we wrote a song called Sweet Lover for our band at the time. Okay? So we made a demo. And it ended up going nowhere because we... I think we had been dropped already by MCA at that point. And I think we were trying, eh, I might have this wrong, but I think we were trying to just like write a, a bunch of songs to possibly shop around. And we had someone interested, whatever, who cares? So we're doing a lot of writing sessions. I might have that wrong. We might've still been with MCA. I don't remember. So we wrote this song. It goes nowhere. So Heather's girlfriend at the time had, I think, a, a niece or nephew, and I believe it was Texas, that called Heather once and was like, oh my God, Heather, because, you know, we would always send our demos to our friends and family and like, what do you think? What do you think? So years had passed since this writing session. And, and <laughs> this person said, oh my God, Heather, your, your song's on the radio. She's like, what song? And, and they were like, it sounds like that. It's, it's like that song, Sweet Lover. Anyway, it turns out it's a little, this is kind of a little bit scandalous of a story, but the song, well, the song had been sold or whatever you do to, to Shakira. It had been halfway rewritten. So it was no longer Sweet Lover. It was Don't Bother. And there was this sort of like rappy thing she does, like a something about a cup of coffee or like a cappuccino. I don't remember, but none of that, that was not, basically the verses were different and the choruses were exactly the same minus the word change. 
sweet lover, don't bother. Anna's a huge Shakira fan. She might be able to answer. Well, I know. Well, I know the answers. So, so basically, we we called uh, our lawyer, and he was like, looked into it. It had been. It is our song. It, it was through the Matrix. It was all. I I think so many years had passed. Like people just forgot to ask us, and we weren't really around anymore. So it was sort of like we were just we kind of had faded did you get away. Paid for this or not? Yeah, I you did I'm get paid pa- for I'm, it. Well, I'm part I'm part writer. Do you still get money for it? Well, through BMI, like through. Right. Yeah. For the publishing. Anyway, it was, I think, her first single off her record. And we, Heather and I both have the records huh. with Shakira because we're it, like a like a platinum record or something, you know, when you get the, like the trophies. What an interesting question mm-hmm. to ask you. I had no idea. Yeah. There's a video. Wow. Shakira. Who would have put uh-huh. you and Shakira? Somebody thought of it. Wow. I got to talk to Anna about that. I wonder if she knew Yeah, that. and I can, I'll play you sometime, up, or maybe we could play it. I don't want to promise anything, but yeah, I have the demo yeah, and it's- Play it for me live if you and Heather come over? No, not play it for you. That I can play great. the demo. What if, you, what if I have you and Heather over and you show up with the guitars? I'll play you the demo of Sweet Lover and then you listen to Don't Bother and it's the exact same song minus the rapping. I'll be over next week and I want to hear this. <laughs> I really am But it's good. I mean, it's good someone sang it because it was never going to come out and we liked it. Oh, that's so interesting. Yeah. Huh. I'm so glad that question got asked. Yeah, there's a video you can. Hmm. I never understood the coffee part, though. I was like, but I. Maybe she was craving it. To, you know, I do, I do understand really like needing a cup of coffee. I forget what the coffee line was, though. Or was it, Mm. oh God, I really want to look it up right now. I'll look it up. (laughs) You can play it, Melissa. Why don't you play it right now? Do you have the rights to it? Nope. Oh, well, do I? Oh yeah, you can't do that. That's what I'm saying. If you have the rights, then we can. But if you don't, if you have your version of it. When we did the music episode eons ago, we wanted to play snippets of our favorite music and we weren't allowed to because of copyright. So unfortunately. Sure, sure, sure. Yeah, I don't need to get in trouble. Yeah. Shakira's team. Yep. Part writer on Don't Bother Shakira 19 whatever, 20 whatever. Was it coffee or was it she practices Tai Chi? That's definitely in the rap. Okay. But there's no coffee. Maybe I thought kept. Maybe you confused coffee with Tai Chi. Possibly. (laughs) I don't see anything. Only because I heard, okay, it was Tai Chi. I don't know why I thought coffee. Yeah. I can't remember. I'm looking, but I don't think. Yeah. I know it says. She's the greatest cook and she's fat free, fat free, fat free, fat free. Yeah, none of that was in our song. She's the greatest cook. She's talking about you, Leash. (laughs) But it's really fun. You know, when you hear those like those big lawsuits between like a like I wrote this song and you took the song and, you know, copyright infringement or whatever. It's like it's it's like the funny, like undeniable. Yep, that's the same song. It's really fun. Here's my question for Kate and Leisha. Now that they have directed in Gen Q, what did they love the most about being on the other side of the camera? And to add to that, if given the opportunity to direct again in the future, what would be their dream project? Would love to see you back in in Vancouver, Lynn Phoenix. We, I think we both enjoyed a lot of like the same things. We loved working with the actors. Like it's so fun because we we are actors and we know what it feels like on the other side. We know what we like 
when it comes to directors coming in and how they talk to us. And so, so to be on the other side and, and learn those nuances, because everybody likes different direction and you kind of knew, you know, dealing with each person, how they like to be, have that, that communication was really fun. Mm-hmm. We also have like sort of insight into like actor talk, which is, mm-hmm. we know, you know, it was fun. It was just an enjoyable way to do it. Cause we don't, we only get to do that really with, if you have a great scene partner, you can do that kind of stuff. Right. So it was just, I, I mean, I, I, th- I enjoy that. I'm pretty sure you did as well. Right. I did. I also liked working with the crew because our crew is so lovely and to work with them on the opposite end of things was we we just spoke differently to each other because we had to. Yeah. And I got to know them in a different way than I normally would have if I'm in front of the camera. And I and yeah, and like collaboration is just so fun. And we don't get to do that. No. On that like that grand scale. Usually we get usually. Hey, do you like this? You know, when you talk to props, like it's all about your character and yeah, I love this. And what then, drink and you, would you, what, what drink do you think you'd have in this scene? All those kind of, and those things are fun, but this was sort of like an overarching, like, yeah. what do you want the wedding to look like? Or what do you want the, you know, it's like you get to have these conversations and you're, it's not your, again, we've talked about this. Like it's, it's not our vision. You just have to make that script come to life. And then each department, they have experts, there are experts in their field. So like, even if you're like, you know, I, you know, I want all like hot pink flowers. Let's just say, I didn't say that, but let's just say it did. You didn't say that? No, I didn't. Okay. That Val would say, let's keep it classier. Let's do all white right. flowers. Let's like, it's a, it's a give and take of visions. Yeah. It's fun. You all, we also learned a lot about politics. Oh, yeah. And not like we weren't aware of the politics to begin with, but we really got to see more of what's under the hood than we usually do. And we already know what's under the hood, but we really got into the makings of what's under the hood. And I can't say I always enjoyed that. I'd be lying if I said that. It Sometimes it frustrated me. It genuinely did. But it was also a challenge in itself of like, okay, well, got to figure this out regardless because we shoot on Tuesday. So I think, I think also any, anything you would guest direct on your, that's just how it works. Right. Yeah. And I, that's why I say I have a lot of respect for journeyman directors that make a really good living jumping from show to show throughout the television season year round. And they get handed episodes to do on any given show because that's precisely what you're dealing with on a, on a, daily basis. And that takes a very specific mindset and personality that I don't know if I have, but it's something that I really learn to respect and appreciate more than I think I ever had. We're going to take a break. We'll be back in a minute. Helix. I love every chance we get to talk about our mattresses. I had the most fabulous night of sleep last night. We did. We both. You went to bed at nine. I went to bed at I think nine thirty. Before I woke up get... at five a.m. because I had to watch yeah. these episodes for but the those recap. Hours. Those hours in bed were luxury, right? I was in bliss because you were on your Helix mattress, all warm and cozy. I was. I actually have had a better night of sleep on this Helix mattress than I've had on any other mattress I've slept on in ages. You know why? Because you took the quiz. That's right. Helix offers a lineup of 20 unique mattresses, including the award-winning Lux Collection, the newly released Helix uh, Elite Collection, which is a mattress designed for big and tall sleepers, and even a mattress made just for kids. So how do you know which Helix mattress works best for you and your body? You take the Helix Sleep Quiz... 
and find your perfect mattress in under two minutes. They have the right questions. And your personalized mattress is then shipped straight to your door free of charge. Doesn't going to a mattress store seem like so old school now? Completely. Very analog. And by supporting Helix, you're allowing them to support our show. Thanks, everyone. So go purchase your Helix and thank us for your best night's sleep. Next time you see us. You can thank us in person. Helix is offering 20% off all mattress orders and two free pillows to our listeners. Go to helixsleep.com slash pants and use code HELIXPARTNER20. That is their best offer yet and it won't last long. Because with Helix, better sleep starts now. Hi, Kate. Well, you know Hi, I love wine. I just watched the movie Sideways. Oh, okay. And I wanted to have a glass of wine after watching Paul Giamatti describe so beautifully different notes of wine. Fantastic movie, but I don't know as much as the experts in Sideways know about wine. I don't, I don't. And that's why, well, that's why First Leaf is so great for all of us because they're going to help us through the process. This wine club personalizes wines for you. They'll ask you what you're into. Do you like almonds? Yes. Do you like chocolate? I love it. They're like, Leisha, say no more. Here's the wine for you. How great is that? So are you excited about trying First Leaf? I'm so excited to try First Leaf. Okay, great. Also, the more wines you choose on First Leaf, the more they get to know you and the more like distinct they get with what they're picking for you. Join the club today and discover new wines you'll love with First Leaf. Go to tryfirstleaf.com slash pans to get your first box. That's T-R-Y-F-I-R-S-T-L-E-A-F dot com slash pants. Tryfirstleaf.com slash pants. You guys know we love to do a little spring refresh and a great place to start with is surprise, your luggage. I mean, I don't know about you, Kate, but I have like in my shed probably a lot more luggage than I need. Well, when I got this space bag, I was like, buy old luggage. I have the perfect bag now. Before I started using base, I would notice their bags like the weekender or the suitcase and it would be like, okay, next time that'll be mine because they just look sleek and they're easy to use. And now that's me. I have one. I can confidently say these things make your life infinitely better. Yeah, and Base is thought of everything you could ever want in a piece of luggage. You have 360-degree glided wheels, cushioned handle, built-in weight indicator, washable bags for your dirty clothes, and all the interior pockets you need to keep organized. Well, our listeners can also have Base with our 15% off first purchase by visiting basetravel.com slash pants. You go to basetravel.com slash pants. You get your 15% off for your first purchase. That's B-E-I-S travel.com slash pants. What's next? Hi, Kate and Leisha. My name's Lexi. I am from Minnesota, and I was wanting to ask a question. It's really random, but if you were to look through the contacts in your phone, Who is the most famous person that you have a phone number for in your phone currently? Thanks. (laughs) That's a funny question. I have any, any person that is a, of any notoriety in my phone is in sort of a code name, not code name, but because I always worry like, and I know we all have passcodes, but I worry like. Sure. No, it's true. I don't want. Who's the, that's funny. I would, I'd have, I'd have to look through and. That's a good one. All of mine, I do the initials. Because you know who they are. Well, we didn't really answer her question. But no, we didn't. Because that, that kind of feels cheesy to answer. I mean, to say. Right. 
do you want to say? No, I do. No, I just think it's, I think it's funny. Or, or I think, funny. I guess our answer is that we don't, you wouldn't know if you look through our phone because the name wouldn't be there. No, I think her question was, who's the most, like, you know, and I know, but that, and that's what she wants to know. I know. <laughs> you don't want and to- I know that she knows that she right. wants to know. Right. And now that the question's been posed, probably everyone listening wants to know. <laughs> I don't know what so to we're say. in a real. We're in a pickle. We're in a pickle. Hi, Kate and Lisha. First, I just want to say thank you so much for everything that you do. I've been feeling pretty isolated lately, but listening to Pants and watching the show always makes me feel like really connected to people. That's definitely been a source of joy for me. On to my question. I live in New York. I was born and raised here. And I moved to California for college, but I always knew I was going to come back here. And I just expected to live my life always in New York. Now I'm 27. I'm a public school teacher, and I'm not sure if this is actually the place for me. It's so expensive, and I'm not sure if I see myself here long term. I think I just expected, because I grew up here, to have a community here, but Most of the friends I made growing up ended up moving away after we all graduated from college. And none of my friends from the West Coast moved to the East Coast. I have family here who I love dearly. I love my coworkers. I love my students. But outside of work, I don't really feel super connected to people. And that connection is really what what makes me so happy and what adds like vibrancy to my life. And I came out as lesbian about a year and a half ago. And I don't really feel connected to queer women here. Like I just am not finding my people, even though, you know, this is my city. So I've been trying much more actively to make those connections and put myself out there more. But my question is, how do you know when it's time to make a big change, like moving somewhere else? In your life, when you've made big changes like that, how did you know you were ready for it? Or how did you know that it was probably the right move for you? So once again, thank you so much for everything. And I hope you have a great week. Bye. God, I love that question. I'll tell you why. I feel like I struggle with the exact same thing. It's so funny. The the question... Yeah, Alicia always wants to move. Well, no, I, I actually look at it it's more than the the physical place. It's the, how do you know when it's time to move on from something? Mm-hmm. How do you know? Like, I, like, I feel like we make these decisions in life and I, and I don't know why we're raised this way, but it's like, who are you? What do you want to do? And then you find your community and now it's like, what's your, you know, who are your, who are your people? Where do you belong? What do you, and then you lock in and you find all of that. And then it's sort of like, if it starts to not work for you, if any part of it starts to not work for you, if there's this, I think, pressure to always just, well, that's who we know you, that that's what we know you as this. So you should stay as this. It's, it's like we, like we're only allowed one identity and one choice. Sometimes it feels like that. Like I, I always, well, you know, you're right. I talk about this all the time. Like, is this it? Did I, like, I decided this one thing and like, and now I'm here and I live in LA and I'm doing this and okay. And then I'm just going to die one day. I mean, I don't know, like what else is out there? I mean, one, it's hard financially to move. So it's not like I'm being flippant about this 
like, oh, you just move and find a new life. And I don't mean that. Moving is so incredibly expensive. I did it last year across town and my Christ. <laughs> okay. But like, <laughs> I'm talking about if you move, if move to a new to state a new, and a yes. new city and you have to Get find on. like your new job and a new community and new friends and like that's hard and that's a big thing to ask of yourself or not just ask of yourself but a big it's a big leap of faith and of like okay I'm gonna tr go try this thing and I too struggle with that all the time I think I struggle like I I just the thing I struggle with is, is the decision box. Like, okay, these are all the th decisions you've made and here you go. That's the part I identify with in this question. And I don't have the answer. Uh, sadly, I haven't figured it out myself. Like, how do you know when is her question. I could only share. I could only share with what I, I, I've done, which is really just if something won't leave my brain and I can't stop thinking about it, I take that as a pretty strong sign that... I need to do that thing. I remember move, wanting to move. And, and there are times where the a, a choice that I want to make that I can't stop thinking about is a really big change. And then I say, okay, well, I'm going to ask, and this sounds super cheesy and, and woo woo, but I'm going to ask the, I'm going to ask, I'm going to put it out there in the universe and say, give me a sign and saying, this is, the right time to do this, whether it's to move or whatever. And I, re and a perfect example is I was in New York and I never thought I would leave New York. I was convinced I was going to live and die in New York, full blown East coaster. And then I started getting a feeling like maybe I don't want to be here as much as I thought. Maybe it's, this isn't my town. And I was in my early twenties and a lot of people I knew, knew were moving to LA and there was something about that that just didn't feel right. I didn't want to fully relocate to a city like Los Angeles of all places and wing it. Because, I don't know, something in my gut was like, nah. And so I put it out there. I was like, can I have something? Can something come into my life that's going to give me the gumption to, to make this move? Because I feel it that I want to do this and I can't stop thinking about it. And that's when the L word landed in my lap. And then I thought, all right, well guess it's time to move out west and here we are doing pants I, think, I mean also kind of like off of what you were just saying about if something can't leave your mind I I feel like when I was younger these big decisions I made I knew that they were exactly where I was supposed to go like I would like I almost saw my whole life already play out in my head and I just had to go do it like I already knew I, I was like, I'm definitely moving to New York. It's just about when I graduate high school, I'm definitely, you know, going to be an actress. I'm definitely going to be in music somehow. I mean, I thought it was, I was like Broadway bound in my head, but I knew that music was going to be a big part of my life. I just, I knew I had, I had things I wanted to explore and they were very clear. I think now as I'm older, and maybe, you know, because she's 27, maybe it's like you hit that point where like, okay, I've done these things. Do I keep doing these things? And I think that's where as you're older, you kind of go like, oh, 
what if I want to change that? What if I want to switch? What if I want to move? What if it, and it's, it's a little more intimidating when you're older to, to make those. But it's the same thing. Sometimes you just need to be like, you know what? I need something bigger than me to give me the sign. I need something bigger than me to, to, to activate movement in something. And I'm going to ask for it. And that, and I, and I don't, ever, I don't do that often, but there are times when I, when I have, um, and it's, you can't control when it'll happen, but I trust it will eventually. And when it does, I think, all right, well then that's because that was the time it was supposed to happen. Anyway. I mean, she was pretty, she's pretty clear in, in everything she's saying, as far as like, I don't feel connected here. I don't feel connected here. I don't feel connected. So those are really big signs that I think you just have to finally listen to yourself. Right. Cause something is telling you to, to, to make some, make a move do something different. Otherwise the, the, the signs are just going to get louder and louder and more profound. Yeah. And I don't think that you're going to get happier just staying in that thought process. So I, I mean, my gut tells me make change. We're going to take a break. We'll be back in a minute. It's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price. Priceline. Hey, it's Angie, and I'm calling from NYC. A couple of years ago, I, I left a message asking a would-you-rather question, and Kate loved it so much that I thought I would ask one again. So my question today is, would you rather only be able to wash your hair twice a year or only be able to check your phone once a day? Inquiring minds need to know. <laughs> Talk to you later. Check my phone once a day. Okay, wait, what? <laughs> Would you rather wash your hair twice a year? That's disgusting. Or check your phone once a day? Check my phone once a day. I mean, that's such a clear... Yeah, I hate... I hate having my phone on me half the time. That would be so easy for me to check my phone once a day. Oh, yeah. Also, just just the thought of washing my hair twice a year is so gross. It's disgusting. That I can't... I wouldn't even get close to answering, picking that. Could you imagine the breakouts that we would, that, w that would happen? What if one of us answered that? Could you imagine like your skin breakouts from such greasy, but you know what I read is that if you, if, if you make the choice to not wash your hair, if it goes through a very, it goes through a, a, a period of time where like you think, oh God, this is so gross. But eventually something happens in our bodies where our bodies clean our hair naturally for us. If you don't wash nope, it, sorry, Kate. I'm not suggesting no. either one of us tries this experiment. Thank God you're not going to try it. Fuck no. But I did read about it. And I thought, oh, that's so interesting. The human body really has okay, a way of... Maybe if you live out on the land and you're in the cleanest air in the middle of nowhere and you're just... The air's just I think fresh and... I think if you're on sure. that show alone, you're one of the contestants and you're out there for God only knows how long, it's going to naturally happen unless you decide to make soap if from bark. If you walk bark. outside in LA, the air is so disgusting. It's disgusting. So like just the, no. Check your phone once a day. That's easy. And by the way, I wish somebody would make that rule for me where that's that or like 
some sort of stipulation that I would have to, okay, I guess I have to only check it once a day. You could do that, I think. I feel like on Apple, there's apps or something where you can lock your phone consciously and it will only activate at a certain time. Not like we're going to do that. We don't, I like it when I misplace my phone at times and I think, oh, I'll come, I'll find it later. I don't know where it is. And then a whole day will go by and I'll get distracted and then I'll find it around like six p.m. or 5 p.m. And I think, oh, I haven't had this on me all day. I didn't miss it. I wish it. we could go back in time. I really wish. I just, I miss, I miss, miss a pre, pre-cell phone era. I remember when I was modeling for 15 minutes right out of a school in New York, I would have to call my, my agent at the agency to get f- my appointments for the following day. And I, there were no cell phones. There were no cell phones. So I would call from a payphone. And say, hey, whatever your name is, can I, can I, can I have the appointments? And I'd have a little, uh, my, my little calendar book and he would tell me everything and I would write down what, like, what are the, what's the time frame address for what designer? Yeah. Did you see that, that video of the last remaining payphone in New York getting removed? <laughs> it's great. Are we good or should we do one more? Hi, Kate and Lucia. My name is Catherine and I'm from Germany. And I like to know if you both are playing a new pants merchandise for this year. I love you and I'm proud pocket of pants. Love and hugs, Catherine. Oh, Guten Tag. Isn't Guten Tag hello? Believe so, yes. I did. Good, t- it's good. Some, it's like good day or something. Good day. Guten Tag. I should know this. I'm German. Guten I Tag. took German in seventh my, grade. My father spoke fluent German and he refused to speak to me in German. I could have been bilingual. Well, it wouldn't have just happened. You would have. I would have been raised with it. I would have. Uh, Yeah, picked it up. My friend, my my friend growing up, Mara, her father was from Berlin and he always spoke German to her. So she was raised speaking German or broken German, but at least far more than I ever had. And I thought. You could always pick it up now. It's never too late. Yeah, we were making. Okay, well, we're making a whole new batch of merch. We've realized that we put our, these drop these merch drops out and take them away too quickly. And I think people need more time to figure it out and miss the boat. So we will be putting out new merch, I believe, in the next month. We've actually just had a conversation with Jessa, who is the designer for our merch, and we're trying to figure out a date. We're actually, right now, we're landing on a few color options and designs. We want to make you guys happy with the colors and we know the colors that make us happy, but I don't, to be honest, I don't know if our color palettes are always complementary to our. Well, we need a, we need a wider range of options. So that's what we're going so to offer. We're going to find something that's going to make everyone happy. And we're, so we're going to revisit same, some, the same designs from the last two merch drops in all different colors. And we're going to leave it up longer. So everyone. Yes can grab it. Right. Speaking of pants merch. Yeah, what? I'm really not exaggerating when I say I live in this shit. Me too. It's all I have on. I have some out my desert house. I have them here. I'm bringing a pair to Brazil so I can kick around in. Currently, I'm wearing the black with the pink. I actually wear it as like a fashion thing. Yes. I don't feel dorky when I, I wear, wear it. my neon pink one with like a cute pair of pants and I go out for dinner because I'm like, this is cute. Your neon pink sweatshirt. Yes. Anna has bogarted my neon pink sweatshirt. Yeah, I think it's super fashiony, and I love it. I'm like, this is dinnerware. I like, I'm wearing the black sweats right now with the pink lettering. 
and I love the placement of it. I really dig our merch, and I'm not saying Me that too. To, to to sell my own stuff. No, I really mean I, it. Like I, you and I, we we made an agreement after we did that. Well, let's not discuss it. But when we started working with Jessa, who's the Jimmy Jam of merch, she's great. She knows she knows what she's doing. She really is the best. Like we're so lucky, lucky, lucky to to be working with her. She cares as much as we care because we don't want to put out shitty merch. Yeah. Like we refuse. But yeah, Jessa, she completely understands what we're about and what we want to put out there. And but also she, she, she wants her company to put out good merch. You know what I mean? She, she's she wants not to maintain like, her reputation. So it's a win-win for all of us. It's a great partnership. So, so yeah, it's coming out soon. Uh, well, soon is r- relative. I mean, I'd say in the next couple months, because I know we want to do something for Pride. That's not a secret. Absolutely. So Pride's in June. We're now in March. So in a couple months, we're going to have a new drop. Okay. I do enjoy these Q&A sessions. It's a nice change. It's, it's from... all fun. It's all fun. Guess what we need to do soon? What? Recaps. It's been a minute. I know that it gotta, we got to start. We have to stop making public promises. And I say this on the heels of expect merch drop for, for June. I didn't promise. I said we have to. No, no. I'm, what I'm, let me f- my, my finish my statement is I put out there at the end of last year, we're going to start recapping third season. We're probably <laughs> so going to do it in the new year. <laughs> it's you. And that didn't happen. Okay. As everyone knows. And I'm going to stop doing that <laughs> because... Truthfully, we weren't ready for it. And I thought, I guess a part of me thought we would be. And I can certainly speak for myself. I wasn't ready to dive back into that. I, and you could probably listen back. I believe I said to you at the time, are we really going to end the season filming and then go jump right back in? I I need an elbow break. And I said, Leisha, we made promises and... I think you've been making these. I did. So I'm taking ownership. I'm taking accountability. It's, I'm explaining that I didn't have the stomach for it yet. Here's what I want to do. Just, I'm going to, I'm not, this is not a promise. It's a sort of desire. Mm. I want to do a, I want to do a live pants show. I do. I want to get on stage. I miss the stage, Kate. (laughs) I was born to be on stage. I've been locked away too long. I do. Get me out there, world. I want to do a live. I want to try it again. I want to do that. And I think it would be really fun if we launch our recaps as our live show. And I think that'd be really fun. I think we could do it in LA. I don't think it'd be, you know, we don't have to travel. We don't. And we just put it to the test. Let's try it. Do you think we could get a projector screen with some long pointers and pull up certain things and point? I would love to. Because I would like a prop and that would be fun. I'd love to. I'd love nothing more than a reference point of what we're talking about. So a more produced, like pulling clips that we, that, that we were, we can that discuss. were specific about. Sure. Collectively or individually. Yeah. And we start season three, episode one. That's a great idea. It's just an idea. I don't know if it's great, but I just, I think no, it'd be fun. I think it'd be a, just a new thing for us to do. Well, what I like about it is that it has a format. Yeah, and it's a summer project. And it's a summer project. And, and maybe we do one. I'm Okay, now I'm really pushing it here. But what if we do one one a month? Okay. I mean, And then Melissa can put it out on the podcast. Right. And then we do a regular podcast. And then once a the month, middle. it becomes a 
thing where if yes. you weren't there, you could hear it. There you go. I mean, Leisha, just an idea. idea. I don't not know. Bad idea. What else are we Look doing? You. You're an ideas man. I am an ideas man. I like it. I like it. Let's 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 discuss. That's not a promise. It's just a conversation. It's a good desire to have, and I'm in agreement. So, all right, let's discuss. Yeah, we'll talk amongst ourselves. Okay. All right, pants, everybody. Pants. Pants. Thank you for listening to Pants, a podcast brought to you by myself, Kate Menig, and Leisha Haley, produced by Melissa D. Montz. Please listen and subscribe on Apple Podcasts or wherever you listen to podcasts. And you can follow Pants on Instagram at The Pants Pod. Theme song by Carolina Para of the band CSS and graphics are by Love Fox. <laughs> <laughs>